Hey friend, welcome to the Self-Care Isn't Selfish podcast. I'm your host, Emily Nichols. As a Whole30 certified coach, wife, busy working boy mom, and your self-care guru, I'm here to help you start putting yourself first without the guilt. Each week you'll hear motivating and practical tips on how you can create a habit of self-care through interviews with my amazing guests or quick solo episodes with me. After each episode, you'll walk away with an action plan and feel empowered to implement what you have learned into your life. So grab a cup of coffee, glass of wine, or your favorite sparkling water, and let's do this. You're listening to episode 11 of the Self-Care Isn't Selfish podcast. Welcome back, friends. I hope you are having an amazing day. I just got back from a trip to Destin, Florida with my family. We go every year and we just have the most glorious time. I mean, being outside and being on the beach is so good for your soul. So I hope you are able to get outside and enjoy the fall weather. If you're here in the Midwest like I am now, it's beautiful outside and we're doing all the fall things. But let's get into today's episode with my guest, Eve Guzman. I really enjoyed this conversation and it's all focused around how health is wealth. A big part of self-care is taking care of yourself and being the healthiest version of yourself. And I first met Eve at a Linking Indie Women event um, here in the Indianapolis area. They host it every month and bring in some wonderful, dynamic um, female speakers. And I heard her talk, and you'll kind of hear a little bit more in the episode about a statement Eve made. And I was just like, I have to have her on the show. She has an amazing story. And um, I can't wait for you guys to hear it. It's just so many good nuggets of wisdom on how you can take care of your nutrition, your health, and ultimately make that part of your self-care. So let me tell you a little bit about Eve. She is an internationally acclaimed nutritionist, business coach. She's a public speaker, and she was in People Magazine for one of their half of their size uh, episodes. What what is it called? Magazine issues. Um, So she's a half their size ambassador. Um, She's the owner of the G Transformation Academy, and it aims to help women ditch fad diets, lose weight, and eat real food without being restricted. She's speaking my language, and she actually has her own signature certification system called the Macro Mentorship Program, and she actually certifies personal trainers, nutritionists, and health coaches all on macro-based nutrition, and this all comes from her own experience of personally losing more than 150 pounds, 150 pounds, you guys, just through exercise and her macronutrition philosophy. She went from obese to a nationally qualified figure competitor. That's a change from the inside out if I ever did hear one. And she's really inspirational and just educates women worldwide on ways to create sustainable, healthy lifestyle changes and just become their best self. She just wants everyone to achieve real body goals by eating the foods they love, for the rest of their life. She's speaking my love language. So as you guys know, I'm a Whole30 certified coach, and she really taught me a lot about 
counting macros. You know, I'm sure you've heard a lot of people talking about it on the on the gram, on Instagram. And, you know, what's that little acronym? Like, if it fits your macros, that little hashtag. And I thought it was a really interesting concept. And, you know, the thing with what we're talking about, this is not a diet. This is a lifestyle. I would never want to bring on someone that says you have to do this or do that. The thing with um, your nutrition, I think it's really personal, person to person, and whatever fits best for you. So, you know, my whole philosophy behind Whole30 is, you know, you find out what foods agree or don't agree with you, and then you live in your food freedom based on that knowledge. You don't restrict for the rest of your life. That's why it's called three whole 30. It's more not more than 30 days of restriction. And I like what she said about macro counting because you know, what you learn from Whole30, you could then go into macro counting and really use that as a strategy to feel your best. So sit back and relax. Enjoy this relationship with Eve and let me know your thoughts. Take a screenshot of today's episode. Tag me at emilynichols22 on Instagram or at selfcareisntselfishpodcast and let Eve and I know your thoughts. So let's go and enjoy this conversation with Eve Guzman. All right, gang, I am here with Eve Guzman, and I'm so excited to welcome her to the Self-Care Isn't Selfish podcast. So Eve, welcome. I'm so glad you're here with us. Glad to be here. Hi, guys. Awesome. Well, I start every episode asking my guests, what does self-care mean to you? So Eve, what does self-care mean to you? Self-care. So usually when you think about self-care, it sounds like alone, like nobody else around. Um, It sounds like, you know, isolation kind of, but like my favorite self-care is probably almost begging my husband for a massage. Now he's involved in the self-care. He gives the best massages, like better than me paying for one. So like hot tea, warm coffee, glass of wine and a book, and then followed up with his massage. Oh my gosh. That sounds amazing. My husband gives really great massages too. I don't. My hands are like really weak. But... I'm like, I'm tired. And he's like, uh. <laughs> I love it. I love it. More people should ask their partner for a massage. That's for sure. Awesome. Well, Eve, tell everyone a little bit about yourself, what you do, what your philosophy is. Let's get to know you a little bit better. Cool. Cool. So um, I live in Indiana. I'm a mom. I'm a wife. My kids are 12 and 17, and I am a nutrition coach, a public speaker, and a business coach mostly for um, personal trainers, nutrition coaches, registered dietitians, um, you know, basically in the the health and nutrition field. Um, But I walked into this profession. I don't know if I want to say I walked. Maybe I did squat jumps into this profession or ran. I don't know. But I got into this profession after after my own um, weight loss story. So I've lost 150 plus pounds to date, um, all natural through, you know, exercise, eating better, and all of that sort. And I was was discovered by People Magazine back in 2014. And I was just kind of blogging on Instagram, just trying to be inspirational and have my own personal diary. 
And then it was a goal of mine to be in their magazine and it ended up happening. And then I made the career switch from a laboratory scientist and manager into a nutrition coach. So that's why I say I think I kind of like squat jumped my way into this career. So I've been coaching people on uh, macro-based nutrition programs ever since. Awesome. I want to come back to the People Magazine thing here in a minute because I think there's a really interesting backstory on it. But going back to, you know, nutrition counseling, fitness counseling, whatever you want to call it, um, I feel like taking care of your body is a big part of self-care but I feel like nutrition and fitness can seem very overwhelming to people and they don't know where to start. And if they do start, it might, what path they're going down may not be the right fit. And then they just throw their hands up in the air and give up. How would you, how do you help your clients, you know, direct them down the right path when it comes to nutrition and fitness? Yeah, so you're absolutely right. There's like so many things out there more than ever. I think even in the last five years, there's more diets, there's more information, um, blogs, Instagram profiles of so many people, diets, everything that almost um, you walk into this place of like analysis. There's so much, there's so much information and it's like analysis paralysis. People don't know where to start or once they start, they feel so full of all these internal questions of what's right and wrong and it seems overwhelming and I've learned to really meet clients where they're at I'm definitely all about progress over perfection so I like to set small obtainable goals for my clients each week because you don't have to do all of the things in the beginning I started off with exercise only I needed to move more and I did it with like a $20 Tybo tape and a $5 jump rope and then a month after the exercise once I felt like that goal was down, then I started eating a little bit better, watching calories. I started taking like the Debbie cakes out of my diet and maybe switching to like a granola bar and a protein bar. But it wasn't like one day I said, work out six days a week, drink a gallon of water, hit my fiber, and then um, go from eating fast food, honestly, for me, almost every single day to eating 100% clean. If I would have done all those things and I've kind of tried it, I would have failed. And so I do exactly what worked for myself with my clients and we do one thing at a time and I meet them where they're at. So I don't ask them to make huge, huge changes to food the very first week. We just go step by step and I modify their program based on you know, where they're at and what their goals are. So everybody's program is different. And I definitely, you know, advise people to keep their eyes open when they're looking for a coach or they're looking for a program. It should be something that is similar to what you like, what you love to eat, things you like to do. And maybe you get a little bit more stricter, a little bit more cleaner, but like the foundation of the program, you should like it. I think a lot of people are really overwhelmed because they only choose to do what they think everybody else is winning at versus what seems inherently close to kind of who they are. Yes, exactly. Well, like you said, starting small and doing one small step at a time and that compounds over time and leads to bigger change for sure. For sure. Now you do um, macro counting with your clients. Is that right? Can you explain that a little bit more for our audience that may be like, okay, because I, I know mac- counting macros, you hear it all the time, and some people are like, what is that? 
Yeah, so I do macro-based nutrition. So if anybody has ever counted their calories, you've counted macros, you just don't know about it. So if you've used apps like um, MyFitnessPal, even some of the Weight Watchers apps, you're tracking your food, and typically we're looking at like a total of like points at the bottom, or we're looking at calories at the bottom. So if you're using MyFitnessPal right now and you're listening to this and you're tracking your food, you're probably mostly looking at, oh, I ate 1,300 calories today. Oh, I ate 1,900, or today I ate 2,200. But if you go into a different window in MyFitnessPal, the macros are there. So calories are macros and macros are calories. But macros are the breakdown of where the calories are coming from. So there's three major macros. Macros is short for macronutrients and the biggest nutritional components of our food are protein, carbs, and fats. And however many calories you eat of each of those three groups all day, they add up to your calories. So every gram of protein is four calories. Every gram of carbs is four calories. And then fat is the most calorically dense. Every gram of it is nine. Um, so as you, or sorry, it's nine calories. So as you're eating your calories in the day, you can actually go to a screen of my fitness pal and see how many calories of protein, how many calories of carbs. You can see everything. So macro counting is just more aware eating where you're not just focused on a total calorie goal of the day, but you're looking at the subgroup of macros to see, oh, did I eat enough protein today? Oh, am I going over on carbs? Or, oh, am I under on fat and I actually need to bump it up? So um, calorie counting will, will really help with your weight goal because calories in, calories out, that is where like your weight is going to fall. But when you're looking at, okay, I got the calories down, but I also want to see a shift in body composition and I want to look leaner. I've got some muscle under here, but maybe I need to shed a little bit of fat or I love my weight, but I just want to look a little bit tighter. When you stop looking at calories alone and then shift to protein, carbs, and fat, that's where the body composition change will come in, which usually leads to your body fat percent drop and then your muscle mass getting a little bit higher or you're maintaining it and you get that like toned definition um, so you can actually see the muscle that you've been like working so ferociously in the gym to build so I mean it's like a game changer because you can eat any kind of way and count macros you can be a pescatarian I have vegans I have people that follow just paleo or whole 30 you can follow every single food philosophy and eat what you love but you're focusing on hitting those macros for your health goals you know i love this because i think counting macros for the people i know that do it it becomes more of a lifestyle for them and it's not just about the weight loss it's almost seems like a strategy you know you go you're not going in just counting calories and thinking oh i'm just trying to eat as less calories as possible today to lose weight. There's some strategy behind it with incorporating your proteins and fat. And, you know, I tell a lot of my clients, don't be afraid of fat. Everyone used to be so afraid of fat and do all the fat free things, but fat is our friend and it's just a mindset shift for sure. Such a mindset shift. It actually takes women away from being afraid to eat carbs and really knowing why they eat fat. And then they finally lose it. They finally lose the weight 
or the body fat that they've been trying to lose for the past year, but just by looking at food differently and they get away from the fears of eating grains and eating bread. And, you know, am I able to have a couple bites of a brownie if there's like less punishment and it becomes fun. Like you said, it's a strategy and it's fun strategy. It's more of like, what can I eat? Because I can basically have what I want and let's just get the portion size right and it fits. So it definitely is a shift away from how little to how much of this can I actually get. Yeah, I mean, I think diet culture, and I don't even like the word diet. I just like to eat to fuel my body. You know what I mean? But I think there's always just been a diet culture where, you know, you just have to eat less and work out more. And, you know, I went to a doctor a couple months ago, I was having some hormone issues and she was like, well, are you working out enough and restricting your calories? And I was just like, oh. <laughs> like, 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 I think steam was coming out of my ears. She was looking at me like, Oh, I said the wrong thing. Um, but I feel like, like, like we were just saying, there's a mindset shift when it comes to diet culture and how do you help your clients get over that old philosophy of just counting calories to lose weight and just busting their butts at the gym to lose weight because that obviously doesn't work because there are so many diets out there because diets don't necessarily work but a lifestyle change works instead yeah it always happens from nutritional education so what's mm -hmm. different from me than a lot of programs out there is I'm teaching you what and why versus just eat this. Yeah. How many programs are just follow this meal plan, only eat this list of foods so you feel in your mind, if I do anything else, I'm a failure. And if there's no wiggle room or flexibility, then we start to take a lot of those dieting myths and those things that make us feel bad about not being at our goal or feel bad because we're craving chocolate or popcorn at our like kids baseball games and stuff like that. It starts to make us feel even worse and guilty and like we don't have self-control. So I actually flip, um, you know, the diet on its head and I teach them what proteins do, what carbs do and what fats do. And the fact that you have this goal to hit and it's more of like eating up versus restricting down, then they're allowed to get a mixture of things that make them feel good and they're fun, like the chocolate and the popcorn, but they're also getting good things like sweet potatoes and rice and chicken breast and, you know, lean beef and all that stuff. So it's, it's, it's definitely a flip when people get nutritional education of why they can do other things and then they start to break out of that box and then they realize oh my god like for so many years i've been told the wrong thing and usually when you're told only stay in this box and you fall out then you quit but now women are able to have more flexibility with customized nutrition because macros are custom. They get better results um, faster. They keep the weight off longer because they feel in control and they're empowered with the nutritional education. How's that saying go? Oh yeah, all things are possible with coffee and mascara. <laughs> well, that's certainly true for me and I love to have my coffee every morning after my workout and I don't really leave the house without mascara. So my fellow blondies, I know you feel me on this. 
But gang, check it out. Having my coffee every morning is part of my self-care routine, and I always take my coffee blended with nut pods and coconut oil. So Nut Pods is a dairy-free creamer. It's made from a blend of almond butter and coconut cream. I love the French vanilla flavor. It's my favorite. It's super yummy, super smooth, but even better, it's Whole30 approved. So gang, head on over to nutpods.com and use the code EMILYNICHOLS22 to get 15% off your first order of Nut Pods. That's EMILYNICHOLS22, E-M-I-L-Y-N-I-C-H-O-L-S-22. And let me know once you receive your Nut Pods what your favorite flavor is and how you take your coffee. So remember, just head on over to nutpods.com. Absolutely. Like you said, being educated and knowing the why behind it is power. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, and when I saw you speak at Linking Ending Women a couple months ago, I wrote down in my notes on my phone something you said that I thought was so powerful. And you said, when you gain control of your health, you gain control in other areas of your life. And you are just preaching to the choir here because I feel like I've been on my own journey. And once I got in control of my health, I wanted to be healthier in so many other areas of my life. And I'm just wondering if you could expand on that a little bit more because I thought it was so powerful. Yeah, I remember when you shared that on Instagram because I screenshotted it. Oh. <laughs> I have it. Um, I try to like save the things that when I do like public speaking across the country, the things that people say that resonate with them. But it's so true. Like, you know, I'm a very smart you know, girl, smart person. That was one of the things that I prided myself on. And that was like the only thing that I prided myself on because I had been overweight for years. My biggest, you know, um, clothing size being 24 pants. And I felt like I was completely out of control with food. Like I couldn't understand why am I overweight? Why am I not losing? You know, why am I this 20 something year old and I'm not able to be like everybody else? And I'm like, I'm so smart, but I felt like I had no willpower, no control. And once I got in control of my nutrition, it's like I almost felt empowered. I felt like I figured out the hardest thing that I had been battling for years and years and years, which was like mental sabotage. And once I figured the nutrition, out, I became empowered, I became confident, and I started taking on other stuff. I started moving up in my career. I went from being a laboratory scientist to managing all of the freaking labs. <laughs> I ended up doing like consultations and consulting with, um, you know, other uh, pharmaceutical companies, just doing like amazing things. But once I got past that hardest hurdle, I realized, oh my God, I can be in charge of my career. I got my money under control. I was one of those like 18 year olds that were offered all the credit cards. I don't even talk about this a lot, but I had like 12 credit cards by the age of 24. Mm -hmm. I got my finances under control. Um, My marriage with my husband got so much better. Like he's my best friend now. And we've been together, I have to do the math, like 18 years. Um, counting, you know, before we got married, but like when I figured out the nutrition, it was like smooth sailing. I felt like I could do anything because most women are afraid to admit that the biggest thing that they struggle with in their life is like their health and body image, whether I do nutrition exercise, but like we're so self-conscious. And when I conquered that, I'm like, I can do anything. And I figured everything else out after that. 
Gosh, I mean, all that power, just having that confidence in yourself, how it just <laughs> spreads to other areas of your life. I, I wish more people, I wish we could bottle that up and let people feel that, but you have to feel it for yourself and figure out what works for you in order to get that confidence and that power. But yeah, it was a really powerful statement. And I, I personally get it. And I, I, I feel like a lot of times my clients, you see, and I'm sure you do too, they have that light bulb moment. They, they finally get it and you just see them just, you know, spread their wings in so many other areas of their life. It's amazing. Yeah. So amazing. So, well, let's talk about People Magazine because I thought this was a really powerful story and something that a lot of people could apply to, to their lives. So when I saw you speak, you talked about how, um, I'll let you share the story too, but pretty much you were like, hey, to your husband, I'm going to be in People Magazine for that weight loss issue. And by golly, you were. How did you get to that point? Oh my God, that's crazy. I'm, I'm smiling because they're behind me on the wall. I know. So the one back here, Prince is on the cover. It was like right after he died. I'm like, oh my God, I'm in the magazine with Prince. Oh my God. <laughs> but like, yeah, I saw the magazine in 2011 and I had seen them every year and I would buy them. And I have like, you can't see it here. I mean, I can, I can actually turn it to see it. The people on the podcast can't, but like those like magazine brackets, okay. some of the people magazines are in there. Like I would buy them as like, just like, you know, things to look at for goals. And in 2011, we were grocery shopping and I was like, I'm going to be in there one day. And at that point, I think I was down about um, maybe like 110 pounds, 110 105 pounds at that point. And I told him, I said, I'm going to be in that magazine one day. I said, I'm going to get to the half my size point and I'm going to be in the half my size issue. And that's just what I'm going to do. And he was kind of like, uh-huh. Okay. Let's get this food checked out. Let's get out of the store, you know, kind of not listening. And I kind of went up and down after that plus 10 pounds down 10 pounds, just like every woman does. And then at the end of 2013, I was like, you know what? I'm about to really get myself together. I'm going to be in that magazine. I'm like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to figure it out. So that's why I actually opened up my Instagram account. I opened up the Instagram account December 2013. I started showing everything that I was doing to kind of get myself to that goal. So I would show like my food, my workout selfies, if I bought a new pair of leggings, my leggings, you know, how I made my oatmeal and like what my um, distance was with like my Nike run app and my polar watch calories, like all the things that all the Fitspos do. I opened up that account and I started posting every single day and I started using the hashtag half her size and um, I started tagging people magazine so I did it like religiously um, almost never failing to post a photo without them seeing and then five months later in April 2014 I hit the half my size point so I hit it I celebrated I posted about it um, the goal for me was 139 pounds down so I hit 139. It really was 138, but I had to be one pound over to make sure it was like legit. So 139 pounds down and I kind of celebrated. I posted about it and I thought that was it. And I was like, okay, I made it. I don't even know what happens from here. So I just kept posting after the fact, half her size, 
People magazine and I never ever reached out to them. Um, I don't know if people used to like apply or they would be found, but I never reached out to them. And then in September 2014, they emailed me out of the blue and they said, hey, we've been watching you on Instagram for almost nine months. And we've been watching all your posts. We saw that you've lost all this weight. And we would like to see if you would be in our magazine if we can do like a, a nice, dirty background check and make sure you lost the weight that you, you know, said the way that you said that you did. And you'll be competing against, you know, a couple thousand people to be in the magazine. So I ended up doing like three or four interviews with them. Um, some of them are, were super long. Um, and so they were diving into my background, make sure, making sure I didn't have like weight loss surgery and all that jazz. And then they let me know in December that I was going to be in the magazine. And out of a couple thousand people, I had made it to the top 16. And on December 31st, the magazine um, released. I went to the Marsh Grocery Store at midnight. Nobody was in there but me and the checkout lady, and I bought up all the magazines in the checkout, and I had a photo shoot right when I checked out, and she didn't know who I was. She thought I was like a nutbag. <laughs> so we posed together, and we took photos, and then... Um, it was released online and then I got, I started to get lots and lots of inquiries for health coaching. And then about two months after that, I resigned from my job and went part time, um, just as a genetic toxicologist consulting from home. And that's how it happened. It was all from consistently showing up on Instagram, inspiring women and using the hashtag half her size. Oh my gosh. I mean, what a testimony to like ask, believe, receive. Like, you know, if anyone's ever read The Secret or whatever, I mean, mm -hmm. saying it out loud and like putting forth the consistent effort and making something happen like that in your life that's so significant and really, you know, changed the course of your life. And ultimately, that's just so amazing. I feel like everyone could apply that to so many other areas of their oh, life yeah, as well. Sure. And after that happened, I started doing that with other opportunities. I went on to do um, two more campaigns with them. I blogged with them for six months and it was my fat to figure competitor series as I uh, worked towards being a, a figure competitor doing my first shows um, a couple years ago. But I applied that to other um, sponsorships, speaking opportunities, partnering with other companies. I'm working on something really big and secret that I'm hoping that by the time this podcast comes out, everybody knows about. But it's just like really focusing and believing in yourself more than anything and really making those dreams come true. Um, it's unbelievable. I can't even believe it. Like I cannot believe it. It's been five years. I still can't believe it. Like it just keeps turning into other opportunities. Well, I mean, this is a great, you know, tip for anyone to take, but just freaking ask for what you want. Mm -hmm. I've learned this lesson more so from anybody than um, my seven-year-old son. So he, <laughs> he has this way of asking for things that he wants to whoever, not just us. I mean, he, he doesn't have us wrapped around his finger quite as much, but he'll say something to somebody and be like, you know, it would be really nice if I could have this or that. And we're always like, Tyler, stop asking people for all this stuff. But he gets a lot of things that he wants simply by asking. 
Yes. And I'm like, you know, and it reminds me of you. I mean, you asked for what you wanted and you know, I mean, even just blogging for your figure competition, didn't you just put that out there? Like, Hey, would you guys want me to blog for this? Or I just asked like almost every sponsorship or partnership I've sent an email. It might've only been 50, 60 words. And I've asked, and I don't think I've been turned down. <laughs> so like, why not? Why not? I mean, there's room for everybody. There really yes. 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 Just ask for what you want. I love that story. I was so inspired by you listening to you speak at Linking Indie Women. And um, I hope a lot of people t take away a lot of great things from this episode, more so than anything, just, you know, taking some small steps into changing your body and um, your mind and also just asking for what you want. So Eve, thank you so much for taking the time. What is next for you? What's coming up with your business? Um, yeah. So by the time this podcast, podcast is probably out. My um, next business coaching session will be open. It's called Macro Mentorship. I do a combination of um, mentoring um, health professionals, registered dietitians, personal trainers, fitness coaches on how to do macros, run their business online. It's almost like a mentorship and a certificate and a business in a box. So anybody that's kind of in a beginner or intermediate level who's needing templates and mentorship, learning how to launch, scale their business, and do customized macros for their clients. That is launching um, in October, and then we're going to start our first series of group coaching ses sessions in the very first week of November. So I'm super excited because I can't coach everybody. So the next best thing would basically be to bring on other coaches and mentor them so that they can also help women. I love it. So, and I'll make sure and include a link to that um, in the show notes today. And um, Eve, can you also remind everyone where they can find you on social media? Sure. Yeah. So I live on Instagram, yeah. literally, but you can find me at Eve underscore fit chick. My website is gtransformationacademy.com. And I'm also on Facebook as Eve Guzman. Awesome. Eve, thank you so much. So many powerful tips and strategies for our audience to take into their lives starting today. So thanks again. Um, wow. <laughs> so many great nuggets of wisdom from Eve. I hope you enjoyed our conversation as much as we did. And like I said, health is wealth. Like That's why I titled this episode that because think of it this way. If you don't have your health, Nothing else matters. How can you take care of your kids? How can you show up every day for your spouse or at work? What if you're sick? You can't move. You can't do simple tasks. It's a struggle to get through the day. I know some people out there maybe feel this way. You may have a sickness. You may be, you know, bedridden because of something else. But if you start now and compound over time all these small ways to be the healthiest version of you, it's going to pay off in the end because health is wealth. And if you don't have your health, nothing else matters. So 
Thank you again to Eve. I so enjoyed this episode. Make sure to check out the show notes so you're able to connect with her and tag her in your stories as well as you're listening to today's episode. And um, make sure you check out the show notes as well if you want to take advantage of any of her programming or certification programs as well. As you know, at the end of every episode, I share my three biggest takeaways so you are able to take action today on implementing what you learned into your self-care. So number one is to start small. Like I just mentioned, you can really add up a lot of these healthy benefits and compound them over time to become the healthiest version of yourself. But it can be really overwhelming when thinking about all the different ways to become that healthy version of yourself. So start small. It's not a sprint. It's a long marathon. It's a journey. And give yourself some grace over time. If you, want, if you for example, try a Whole30 and it doesn't work for you, maybe macro counting would work best for you. But don't get caught up in that diet mentality. Get caught up in what type of lifestyle is going to be sustainable and work for you in the long run to be the best version of you. My second biggest takeaway is what Eve said at that event I met her at. It just struck me and and I love it. When you gain control of your health, you gain control of all areas of your life. And that's so true. I've seen it personally in my own life. I've seen it in my clients. I've seen it in so many other people. It's just when you get healthy, you want to be healthy in all other areas of your life, like your relationship, your finances, your job. You learn what is most important to you and learn what is going to help you be the best version of you. So that could be walking away from a job. That could be saying no. That could be, you know, saying thank you next (laughs) to a friendship that just isn't serving you. It's full of negativity. It's gaining control in all areas of your life. And that really helps and start that, start that when you gain control of your health. And lastly, this was so cool. Ask for what you want. (laughs) You know, she said she was going to be on that People magazine cover and she did it. It's amazing. Like I mentioned in the episode, if you've ever seen the documentary or read the book, The Secret, there's this three-step philosophy where you ask for what you want, you believe you're going to get it, and then be ready to receive it. So ask, believe, receive. And I truly believe in that, just manifesting and believing what you want, praying for what you want with no shame or no guilt about it. There's nothing wrong with that. But she asked for it. She went after it. She believed she would do it, and she did it. So what are you going to ask for what you want today? Ask unapologetically with no guilt whatsoever. Ask for what you freaking want. Okay, because you know what? It might just come true. So just ask for it, believe it, and be ready to receive in your life what you want. So again, reminder, health is wealth. I so appreciate you listening to today's podcast. It really would help me out if you would leave a rating and review on iTunes. It makes it a lot easier for people to find this episode. And as always, take a screenshot. Let even I know that you're listening. You can tag me at Emily Nichols 22 or at Self Care Isn't Selfish Podcast. But until next week, thank you again for listening. I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for the feedback. And remember, as always, self-care isn't selfish. See you guys next week.